Welcome to Expose. Let's talk about one of the most talked about topics right now, and that's race in the United States. So, what is it really? Webster Merriam Dictionary tells you race is a category of humankind that shares certain distinctive physical traits. Right below that definition, there's another one that says race is a class or kind of people unified by shared interests, habits, or characteristics. Google Dictionary tells you that race is a group of people sharing the same culture, history, language, etc., an ethnic group. But there are other several definitions below. So what the hell is it? Why is it that there's so many definitions and not one clearly defines it? You think for something that has such a long past in the U.S. and the world that a definition will be clear, but it doesn't seem to be. So let's take a look at what Loic Wakant, a sociologist and social anthropologist, has to say about race. Quote, the collective fiction labeled race, namely that humanity is composed of bounded grouping between whom social differences are the product of physical differences, visible or not, and are thus liable to be explained by overt or covert reference to biology rather than history. This fiction has always made science with common sense and traded on the complicity of both. Okay. What does that all mean? Simple. Race is not real. There's no scientific evidence for it. Yet, there's a habit of explaining race as if it was science. When people should be looking at race as an idea that people came up with in the past that continues to be used till today. Kind of the same way we look at the Dewey Decimal System. It's something that's completely invented but it's used to make things easier to organize. And race in society is used as a way to organize people. Unlike the simplicity of the Dewey Decimal System, race is more complex and was used to justify imperialism, genocide, and the enslavement of millions of people of African American and Native American descent. Even though race as the biological concept isn't real, the fact that societies and governments operate it as if it was means that it's extremely important in analyzing how our current systems are working and who is being impacted. Okay, now that we got that out of the way, let's take a deeper dive into how race operates, not just in the United States, but also Germany. Why Germany? My reply to that is that chances are your history textbooks skip what I'm about to dive into. Both in the U.S. and Germany, racial myths dominated the understanding and construction of race. In Nazi Germany, the persecution of Jews and other individuals, such as those who are physically disabled, mentally ill, or within the LGBTQ community, was based on the idea of preserving the so-called racial purity. According to historians Michael Berlai and Wolfgang Wipperman, the belief was that the Argent race was superior, so much so that research was funded on early German history 
to prove that arguments had arrived fully formed from heaven, being preserved and eternalized before stalking the earth armed with superhuman electrical powers. I know, sounds crazy. While the U.S. racial myths were built on the back of social Darwinism, that positioned a white racist superior with black at the bottom of the hierarchy. Thus, race was constructed and reinforced in the U.S. with the notion of the one-drop rule, which made it so that anyone who had one black ancestor would be considered black regardless of skin, color, hair, etc. This is not much different from Germany, who also utilized ancestry as a way of identifying Jews. Individuals will be identified as Jewish based on how many grandparents were Jewish. The similarities between Germany and the U.S. doesn't end there, because the fact is that the U.S. was institutionalizing racism before Nazi Germany came into power, and thus will shamefully become the framework for the eugenics movement and policies in Nazi Germany. So what is eugenics exactly? It is the study of how to arrange reproduction within a human population to increase the occurrence of heritable characteristics regarded as desirable. It was also used to create and maintain the racial hierarchy. In the United States during the 18th century, Merlin, Pennsylvania, and other colonies passed anti-miscegenation laws, which are laws that prohibit sexual relations and marriage between black and white individuals. These laws were still throughout the 19th century and were still in place till 1967. The Jim Crow system of segregation in the United States led to the creation of segregated public facilities and the enforcement of anti-miscegenation laws throughout 1865 to 1965. In the period of 1915 through 1968, the creation of the Black Belt, also known as areas that suffered from increased poverty and limited resources, were conceived and served as an extension of segregation via geography. In a similar manner, Germany also passed anti-miscegenation laws prohibiting marriages and sexual relations between Jews and those of the Aryan race. Germany also implemented the creation of ghettos, but for Jews and encouraged the discrimination of Jews through laws like the law for the restoration of the professional civil service, the sanction of firing of Jews and those who were politically undesirable from public service. While these are some similarities, there are more when we take a look at eugenics in Germany and the U.S., after all, the U.S. eugenic movement and its ability to transform policy is what inspired Germany. In 1907, Indiana legislators enacted a law allowing for the sterilization of the mentally handicapped. In 1909, California and Connecticut enacted similar measures, followed in 1911 by Nevada, Iowa, and New Jersey. In 1912, New York. In 1913, Kansas, Michigan, North Dakota, and Oregon also passed sterilization laws. Oh, 
And let's not forget that the United States unknowingly sterilized hundreds of black women, women in poverty, and others who were considered undesirable. Woodrow Wilson, the president at the time, in his presidential address said that the whole nation has awakened to and recognizes the extraordinary importance of science, human heredity, as well as application to the noblement of the human family. Yes, ladies, gentlemen, and my non-binary folks, this was the President of the United States who said those words and was endorsing that ideology. Germany would follow suit through the German law on preventing hereditarily 111 progeny, which they recognized was influenced by the California, California sterilization law and designed after the model eugenic sterilization law developed by Henry Lawlin in 1922. Lawlin called for the sterilization of the mentally disabled, insane, criminal, epileptic, inebriated, diseased, blind, deaf, deformed, and economically dependent. The German law demanded sterilization in cases of mental disability, schizophrenia, manic depressive anxiety, inherent epilepsy, inebriation, etc. The influence and ideology of the eugenics movement in Germany that would lead to the murders of thousands of Jews and other individuals was shaped by the U.S. eugenics and the success of racist policy in the United States. So yeah, Germany and the U.S. understanding of race and maintenance of racial denominations were extremely similar and in some cases the same since you as eugenic scientists were financially tied and invested in Germany for a while. While there are a lot of concerning similarities, they weren't exactly the same. See, because the US, U.S. racial structures are concerned with two things, the extraction of labor and social ostracization, money and power. Just take a look at our prison system currently and who is being incarcerated and how much money is being made. Not surprisingly, it's African Americans, not that many white individuals. Now, on the other hand, Germany's racial structure was concerned with annihilation of those who were viewed of, viewed of less racial value. That's a wrap. Thank you for joining me. Definition by James Davis, a professor of sociology at Illinois State University. From Slavery to Mass Incarceration by Louis Bocant, a social anthropologist and sociologist at UC Berkeley. For an analytic of racial domination, also by Louis Bocant. The Nazi Connection, Eugenics, American Racism, 
and German National Socialism by Stephen Cole, published by Oxford University Press. The Racial State, Germany, 1933-1945, by historians Michael Burlow from the University of Wales and Wolfgang Wipperman from Freie University of Berlin, published by Cambridge University Press.